Guys, we are here with episode one of Punchline, presented by Snapback Sports. I'm Marlon Humphrey. This is Jack here. And guys, we are very excited about this. Been working on this a long time. And uh, as you see, we're snapping it back all year. Uh, and then we're just going to have to edit that. And then I'm just going to somehow end up in this hat because uh, I just don't <laughs> like how it fits in my head. So, uh, Jack, what are, we, uh, what are we getting things started off with here today? We are going to start every episode with Marlon's mind because having spent a couple days with you, I know that your mind never stops. So what is on your mind? This is pretty random. It's pretty random. I was, I was thinking about Santa Claus. Okay. And it made me think Santa Claus is... White. Yes. White beard. Okay. And I was like, not everyone has white, white people, cultures around the world. You know, okay. you got, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, oh, I China, see, I see. other people, yeah. you know, you know, parts of Africa where it's predominantly all, you know, not everywhere in Africa is black people, African-American, you know, whatever. Anyway, I started thinking to myself, are we the only country that celebrates Christmas and Santa Claus? With a white Santa Claus. Like, what, what does, is Santa Claus, first, no, 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 This all came about, no, this actually, I know how this came about. This actually came about, why are we sitting in his lap? Why is that a thing? That I can't tell you. Yeah, so that's where it started. Then I started thinking, white beard, mm -hmm. white, paley man. But just give me your initial, like. So you're saying, you think there's a USA Santa Claus, a Canadian Santa Claus? Why don't you ask, ask your Canadian friend? Well, can I, I feel like Canadian and America. Are, Same thing. Are, so you think in Australia, there's different Santa Claus? I don't know. if they were, I don't know. I need to Google it. I, I haven't really went there because I just don't think Christmas. Okay. Jesus was born. Okay, <laughs> Jesus was born. <laughs> then it's like it takes a twist when it goes to like, it doesn't take a gift. because like Gifts. That makes sense. Gifts. A gift was born in a way. Mm. A gift. I mean, that's a gift. Yeah. It's a gift. Jesus. Jesus. Baby Jesus. It, it, it just, once you really go down that rabbit hole, I just was in bed. And then that really kept me up even longer. So it was just, if you wonder what's in the mind, last night, this was a, this, this was a thinking. This I, a thinking. I see that now. This was a thinking. Wow. That was powerful. And that is what everyone came to this podcast for. Nothing else but your mind. Honestly, I need to tweet that. Yeah. I'm actually surprised. That's quicker. Isn't that quicker for do, you? You tweet stuff and then you I usually do tweet, but I was, it was also at 1 a.m. Oh, you really couldn't sleep. Well, that wind I streak, stayed that up wind late. streak, I, I, that, it messed you up. Okay. That actually, it. We're going to talk about the wind streak, but you've made people suffer long enough through your mind. Oh, yes, yes. Because yes, yes, you yes, know yes, why yes. they're here for episode one. This podcast is going to be unfiltered Marlon Humphrey, which means. I have the honor of asking unfiltered Marlon Humphrey how that foot, how that foot do. You know, the foot, uh, hey, I'm walking today. You was, I walked here with two feet, two legs. How long of a timeline are we talking? We got, honestly, you know I told him I feel like I can go next week. But I don't know, there's something about, you know, they told me that's not yeah. realistic, but I, I'm a monster. You are a monster. So what timeline can we expect reasonably? Because you know Ravens fans have just a tiny little bit of PTSD on the whole injury thing. Honestly, I don't really know. I've, this is a... What honestly, do you mean you don't know? What, what does that mean you do not know? Honestly, I, I've been... Every day I come in there, it's something new. 
as far as, and I kind of like that, that keeps me on edge. You know, don't know what we're doing today. They're like, hey, start trying to walk. I'm like, I'll start trying to walk. Then I walk in, no crutches today. And so I don't know what they're going to tell me tomorrow. And just, Are you going to play week one? I would, I would, frick, I would love to. You just, you just want to be out there. I want to be with the guys. And then, like, literally. Vibing with the boys. The doctor is like, yo, we might have a problem. And I literally was like, what do you mean? And then he's like, it might be surgery. It's like, what? Like, I literally was like, what? I, honestly, if I'm being honest, I went to go get a scan. And I was like, he called me. The doctor called me. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm taking the rest of the day off. Like, I literally was like, I'm just taking, I'm not even going back. I'm like, I'll go back with the walkthrough. I'm missing all the meetings. I'll come back literally for the walkthroughs. So I was like, I got like three hours to kill. And then I was like, well, let me call him back. He's like, we got a problem. I'm like, oh, frick. Oh, this is actually for real. And then surgery, like, freaking. Like so what'd you do? Seven. You flew to Charlotte the next day or that day? Flew to Charlotte that day. No, next day. Next day. You flew get to Charlotte surgery. next day, got surgery, because I'm trying to get back. I'm trying to get back. So what I want to know is who is breaking the news? Because I thought that, you know, you have your own show. Maybe you would share with the people. Maybe you'd share with me. But... I'm seeing on Twitter, Rappaport tweeting, you know, Garfolio tweeting. I'm not going to lie. So how's that actually work? Like the doctor is telling them or you're telling them? How, how does stuff get sourced that quickly like that? That one went kind of quick. I came out to practice. I knew I had to have surgery, but I didn't think anyone else knew I had to have surgery. And then my trainer's like, yo, you might not should be out here. It might be a bad look because you have a surgery today. <laughs> I was like, I mean, well, I already came out here now. So like, people already saw. And then someone called me. was like, I just heard something about you. I was like, what do you mean? Like, you have a little procedure? I'm like, dang. Then I get off the field. I'm like, oh, crap. This is like out there like really Wait, fast. You were still on the field when they were posting that? That was the next day. Oh, the next day. The next day. Oh, you were in Baltimore on the field the next day. And then you went to Charlotte. Yeah, I was, on, I was, I went out there to join practice to watch. Gotcha. And I was watching my dogs because I knew it got real the day before, you know what I'm saying? A little scrappy, a little scrappy. Yeah, that got out fast. Yeah. Now, the fastest injury I ever got out was when I tore my pack. That was insanity. This was like. But didn't you walk off the field holding your chest? Yeah, I walked off the field holding my chest. Yeah. But I was just holding like this. But like. You didn't finish the game. Yeah, but it, it was only a two point play. Only missed one play, essentially. Yeah, that's true. Walked off the field like a G. I've seen people get freaking carted off. Okay? <laughs> for a pack. No one has been carted off the okay. field for All right, a pack. You're right, you're right. They laid on the ground, though. <laughs> they did lay on the ground. I walked off like a G. Even though I just gave up a touchdown, so it really wasn't a G. Anyway, either way, stuff gets out fast. It does. Gets Next time you have news, hit my line. You know? Honestly, hopefully this is the last news that, we have. No, the news when you're coming back. Oh. I Oh. All right. But then that's kind of like, we got to use that to our advantage. That's what I'm saying. What we, okay. Hit my line. Okay. We'll tweet it from the Punchline account. Mm. We'll get people following. Or you break the news. But, this is the power of yeah, the athlete yeah, podcast. That's better. That's better. It's better. I'm back. I leaked my COVID news. <laughs> exactly. I leaked my COVID news. Exactly. But injuries are a little different. Injuries are a little different. All right. I could actually get in trouble for injuries. Okay. But loosely, look, you got to use it. It's like what the Steelers do every year. Every time we play, the, look, just, look, 
Just look at the reports when the Steelers are playing the Ravens. It'll be like, Ben Roethlisberger didn't practice, mm -hmm. not going to play against the Ravens. You're like, and then we get in meetings, we're like, guys, Big Ben's going to play, don't listen to this. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Big Ben runs out, Sunday all. <laughs> Yeah, there's little mind games, little mind tricks, you know. There's, there's a lot of... So you're saying we won't reveal the news, and then you're just back. You could do that. <laughs> Might be a practice tomorrow, boy. <laughs> Marlon Humphrey officially has no timeline. He will be back. He could be back, and he wants to be back. Can't wait to be back with the boys, man. Watching that preseason loss last night, they needed me. They needed me. I mean, you couldn't sleep. I understand. I couldn't so you're sleep. you're active on Twitter, but... Yes. Do you get to see, I know you tweet a lot. Do you actually get to see Ravens fans' reactions? Like, you went down, or sorry, you didn't go down. You would never go down. You walk off on your own power on under power. every circumstance. Every, literally. But the news goes out, and there was like, it was like an explosion. Like, oh my God, we're going to let up a million points. Jamar Chase. I mean, people are crying. I saw a grown man crying no. about it. No. And then we get, we get Ronald Darby. Thoughts? Heard good things. Feeling good? Heard good things. Darby, did I meet Darby on my visit to Florida State? I don't know, Darby was a track guy, though. Right? I think Darby was a track guy. Long story short, took a visit to Florida State. Darby was on the team. Jalen Ramsey was my uh, host. Did not take me out. Horrible guy. Horrible guy, Jalen. Horrible Wait, maybe guy. Maybe he knows you. You don't like to go out. No. At Florida State in freaking high school? Take me out, bro. What the freak? He literally, I pulled up to his spot. He's like, hey, bro. Gave me my little recruit money and didn't take me out. He's like, hey, bro. Little handshake. I'm like, oh, my gosh, money. Like, How much he give you? Gosh, it could have been over like 100 That's it? You got 100 bucks. I mean, it that's was, no wonder you didn't go to FSU. Hey, that freak. Or they knew you weren't going there. They tried to. That's a, that's a. The Florida State recruiting pitch was interesting by Jimbo. Jim Fisher tried to convince me that the guaranteed number one draft pick, Jameis Winston, was going to come back to school because he wanted to get, his mom wanted him to get his diploma. And that I should come to Florida State because I would play one year with Jameis. And I'm just sitting here looking at Jimbo Fisher like, wow, I must be an idiot. <laughs> and then I had a little lady at the time that was running on Florida State's track team that really tried to get her to. Mm. And that was pretty good. That almost got me. Yeah, okay. The man was, hey, romantic here. Romantic here. Okay. He's okay. a lover. He's a lover. All right. How did we even get stuck on that? Ronald Darby. Ronald, Florida okay. State. Back to Darby. Yeah. Back to Darby. Her good thing. Excited about him. Can't wait to strap it up with him. You know, we got some, you know, a little bump hiccup here. Be back soon. But, you know, we got a little more depth. You can never have too many good corners. That's true. Okay? You can never have too many good corners. So that's that's the upside of that. I actually had a good idea that your operator came up with. He liked a tweet about Jair Alexander, maybe in a Ravens jersey. You got any words for Mr. DaCosta? Oh, guys, that would be a lot. You don't want him. Well, oh, I mean, he's... Jair Alexander, I think he has the best hips of a cornerback. You guys... Uh, for, you know, that's a weird thing to say about, for the normal a, about a man, yeah, about a man. You know, I like your hips. He's got elusive hips. I mean, his hips are, I mean, that dude can, I mean, he can, he can dance. He can dance. He can, but I doubt that that, that would be, that would be, I mean, EDC is the man. Because you don't think he can pull it off, EDC. 
I, That's what I mean, saying. no disrespect. I don't. I think we'd have to trade a lot. Okay. We'd have to get rid of a lot. Shit, they might shit me out. What about <laughs> Kyle? I freaking Kyle. Kyle Hamilton. Send him. Oh, out. Yeah. oh. No, I like those guys. Okay. I like that guy. Your dogs. I like that guy. Okay, that's what I'm saying. We'd have to. Woo, you know, you can only pull, 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 push, pull. But hey, if that ever happened, that would be, that'd be funky. Okay. That'd be funky. That'd be funky. Well, you do have a new cornerback. I don't know if you saw. So it's Ronald and then Jadavion. He's wearing 24 that and running ugly. slants. So he's playing corner this yeah, year. Yeah, we too. do this. It's honestly, it sucks to watch that because we're doing <laughs> DB drills, all this, and then the D linemen over here catching fade balls. <laughs> like that, they warm up like that on like Fridays. <laughs> Every week we look over there and they're literally over the shoulder, slants, hitch. Like, I'm just like, I wish. That was it was that simple for us, but it's not. They they that's how they warm up on Fridays. I think Jadavian's first play as a Raven was a slant. Yeah, so it was. hopefully that's who's gonna get a pick and a six and we score. Yes, that's speaking that into existence. Well, we're speaking your pick six into existence. First. Well, that as well. You're that jumping is, her out this year. <clears throat> <clears throat> but wearing number twenty four, how no, do you how how's I that gotta even talk happen? I haven't talked to him yet. Yeah. That's bad ball. That is that on the Ravens or him? Because I like it for him. It's like it makes him look funny. I get it. I think he. What number did he want? He wanted a different number, and, and but that's bad ball. Like that's that's honestly unacceptable. <laughs> but I got to talk to him about it. I don't really know Clowny. What kind of guy? If you see a jokester, is he not? But I got to bust his balls anyway. Because that's that's. I mean that's that's ugly, man. Twenty four. He should have got. No, who's wearing number eight? Do we have number eight? Yeah, I hate you. That's freaking Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry. I got to stop doing that. See, we got to delete that. This, nah, we got to delete that. We got to delete that. We have to delete that. This I'm is so what sorry. people don't understand. Is, that is real. That is like genuinely real. He, it, it doesn't cross his mind I didn't mean to say that, that Lamar knew, wears number I eight. I knew that. What about? Okay, that was about to be worse. Right. What about 44? What about Odell's wearing three, right? Two, Huntley. One. No, he can't do one. That's too much. That's too much. Who's number Zay? Five? Jalen. He's only a second year. At what point do you have to pay for a jersey versus just like saying, hey, you're a rookie, that's my number? See, there's a there's a big there's a like there's a line there. It's like you can be a rookie, like you just get your number token. Like, yeah. No question. Second year guys, like, what did you do last year? Mm. You know, in this day and age, you know, now rookie, you know, you got to be a little nicer. Yeah. Like, I've seen the, I'm not an old man. In my career path, I'm like 50. Yeah, you are. Which is wild. <laughs> like, I'm like 50 years old. I don't know Whatever. Anyway, I've seen, you know, as years goes on, it just, I'm not going to say softer. I've just seen it get to be. The Why happy. wouldn't you say softer? I feel like that is what you feel. Like you feel like people are soft. They okay. They are a little well. They just a little more emotional to it. That's a little, just a, little a bit way softer. of saying a softer. nicer way to say yeah. softer. Yeah. And it's like you know nowadays you just steal somebody like no question like hey buddy get out that jersey you know what I mean now it's like well like hey do you think you know maybe we could borrow your number? Yeah, it's just it's, it's a lot now. So but, you got who wore forty four coming into the league? You know it's crazy. This was my this is. This is how 44 came about. When I was a rookie, they gave me a list of numbers to choose from. 
The 29 was on there. 44 was on there. I was like, I looked at that 44. I was like, I'm going to turn that number. All right, I had this weird thing. First off, let me just pause it before I finish that. I had this weird thing that when I came to the league, I wanted to play for like seven NFL teams. I don't know why. I just always wanted to just bounce around. <laughs> and that's like so not it. I always want to play with a lot of different teams. And so I was like, all right, so when I leave the Ravens, I'll wear 44. Mm-hmm. And I ended up just staying with the Ravens. Here. Still <laughs> so here, just, damn it. Yeah. So when Earl came, I was like, you know what? It just Check came the up. Packers, see if uh, they have 44 available. Dang. We'll, we'll flip hey. you for Jair and we'll be good to go. I like Green Bay. Have you, have you ever played there? Yes, my Once, rookie year. Right? Yeah. That was back when you couldn't wear sleeves. What? Dude, there's just the like there was like a lot of just rules the Ravens did that weren't ruled, but you just respected the vets. That's a, Oh, that was a Ravens. That stuff is like went away. Now that stuff is obviously like it's a new era. Yeah, you got the sensitive kids. And uh it's like literally like you're not wearing sleeves. You're like, but it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold outside. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it was no sleeves. No Aaron Rodgers, though. He was hurt that year. So we had. Yeah, I don't. I, I remember. Was it, it wasn't Matt Flynn, was it? Uh, Light skinned black dude. Yeah. Um, Brent Hundley. Yes. Was it Brent Hundley? Yeah. Did he play for the. No. Yeah, no, that was him. Not Deshaun Kai. Brent Hundley. It was yeah. Brent Hundley. Yes. Was it Kai's? <laughs> My first interception, actually. That was your first pick? Yeah, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Gosh, that was my first time guarding Devontae Adams. Save that. Devontae did? <laughs> <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't guarding him. You weren't guarding him. Hey, Just say yeah, what. Yeah, we'll check the team. There was a couple times I was guarding him. He was in front of me, and then I could have sworn he teleported to way in there. I was just like, oh, crap. But, yeah. All right. It is time for Marlon's Tweets. Marlon's oh, tweets. I haven't anything bad lately, I don't think. Well, that's obviously not true. But you tweeted about Clowney's 24. We covered that. Oogly. You retweeted J.J. Watt. And J.J. Watt said, love seeing footage from NFL training camps, but you can't stand accounts posting videos 1v1. <laughs> but, like, right now, Zay Flowers is the guy on Twitter who's killing people 1v1. So, like, Ravens fans, they're kind of hype about that. Zay is... Uh this is a wide receiver quote, or this is how they talk. Something about when you, so when you run and you break, what drops? Your hips. Your hips. They say, you know, you want to, you know, a stool is, you know, I mean, six inches. Zay Flowers, and they say, you know, a stool, but they're imitating a toilet seat. Got you it. Know? You don't want to sit in the toilet seat. And again, nah. Toilet seat level. They say Zay's toilet is a golf hole. So just a, the whole, like that's that's how low he is on the, mm, mm. am I making sense? Yeah, he parks that he thing. He parks that thing <laughs> that low, Yeah, golf hole. And he's not on Percocet, so you never know what might happen. Yeah, so he might get, we might get wild <laughs> in there. So he's been killing the game, obviously. He, 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 he stops, he drops, he drops, he drops. I'm excited for that, for that guy. Uh, it should be well, it should be well. Should be well. He's a small guy, but he, he he definitely doesn't really doesn't operate in a small way. No, which is good. Which is, which is very very. He scored surprising. last night. Should we take a little moment of silence? Guess we should. The streak is dead. Twenty four consecutive preseason wins 
for the Baltimore Ravens. Gosh dang it! And sorry about that. Sorry about that. The Ravens have lost. What are your thoughts? I know you couldn't sleep last night. What are your feelings, guys? I told who did I tell today? I told Caesar. Caesar is a D lineman. Plays the Ravens. I actually do not know his first name. He's undrafted rookie. But we don't go by first names anyway, all right? <laughs> anyway, Caesar's by my locker. Same with Voco, who balled last night. Ball. I don't know does. Voco's first name either. <laughs> but Voco and Caesar are right there in my block. We're in the block together. It's me, Ott, Gus, and then you know, two rookies. Anyway, Ott? Tyler Ott. Uh, long snapper. Okay. Yeah. Learn that. Learn that. Anyway, I told Caesar, man, you ruined the streak. I have not lost a game since I've been here. You come here and we lose. So, guys, it's weird. It's weird. I actually, like, you know, because, like, that was the first time, like, I really, it's crazy, like, we have this streak going, but, like, we really don't be, we be trying, but we don't be, uh, we don't be playing starters. Right. And we really don't be trying that hard to win. What we do with the people we have is what I'm saying. Like, we're not like, okay, like, Lamar, go out there and play. Like, that would be, like, <laughs> insane. Like, then be like, okay, you're doing too much. We just, I think it's, it truly is a testament to our scouting department. I think we get some of the best value from guys. Yeah, totally. Undrafted guys. I mean, so their starters were out there. Do you want to talk about the commanders? Maybe hey, I will, it say, all this. On I will the line? say this. I do like Sam Howell, though. He, he looks very he comfortable. Yeah. Now, even the joint practice that he's just very, he looks very comfortable. They're, they're, uh, they're, 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 Concepts are interesting too. They they have some. Their concepts are pretty good, actually. Well, that's B enemy. That's his first year there. Yeah, he's doing a good job. He's doing a good job. You like Sam Howe though? He looks comfortable. I'll say that. You know, he he didn't seem as rattled as I thought he would have been um, in the joint practice. But yeah, shout out to the Commanders. I guess losers. Freaking well, tryhards. I was going to say, like, they were ones who were saying no one cares about the streak, but then Sam Cosby made a comment about the streak, and then they played Terry deep into the first half, and then did you see the celebration too, actually. From, the, from the kicker? He gave the L's. Yeah. Maybe that was for Lamar and Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, seriously, that was actually a really good game, though. Yeah, it was amazing. It was actually a really good game. Um, so you're letting the commanders get away with this. We're going to let this one slide, commanders. We're going to let this one slide for now. You know, they needed that. It's good for the DMV area. Maybe this rivalry is is back. Would you w say that's the biggest that win in commanders past two decades? You know, as a non-football junkie, that might have been their Super Bowl. <laughs> no, nah, seriously, no. It's, it's good for the, you know, new ownership, it, that hopefully that cleanses them of the poor malpractice in the workplace that I heard. That's a quote. I don't know what's going on there now. I just know off the reports. It looked like Dan Snyder's not the best guy. Okay, but that's your personal business. I don't you know what I'm saying. Well, do your thing. But uh, shout out to Magic Johnson. If I could ever get in an ownership group, man, that'd be sweet. That'd be awesome. So with the Commanders, with Magic, or just in general, you just want to own something. In I, I want to own anything, man. <laughs> Shoot, golly! But uh, yeah, no, that's that's boss moves. That's major moves. So shout out to Magic and the Commanders, I guess. Did you see the lead investor owner Josh Harris? Did you see the handshake? He looks he looks a little socially awkward. Did you see the handshake? Yes, that was actually hilarious. Actually, it was like like 
<laughs> and then, yeah, that was that was it was a little awkward. He's freaking it out. He's freaking it out. He's, he's got a, little, a couple dollars, he's a little, so he can take the. He's got a couple dollars. So who cares if he? He probably doesn't even look on social media. Honestly, he probably don't even have social media. What does he do? I don't know. He owns the Sixers. He owns the Commanders. Oh, I assume crap. He, he owns the Sixers. Yeah. So, do you think that the Commanders wanted to win so bad because you guys kept fighting and joint practices? I think it was a combination of Eric Benimi. Close. Probably just wanting to like sh- put his offense to. I mean, they're like a completely new. So, wh- but why were you guys fighting so much in practice? Is that common in joint practices? <laughs> Mark Andrews literally sprained someone's shoulder okay. in practice. Okay, I think offense was fighting a lot. That that could be true. The D lineman, they always okay. The D lineman, O lineman, always fight every joint practice. Just about. I don't know how much were we. The offense was getting, it was getting weird over there. Now, I don't know what they were doing over there. We did get into like one small squabble. It feels like it happens at every joint practice. It does, but I don't know why this one was chippy. This one was just. DMV, the streak. The you streak. Know, they were fired up. The streak. It was their Super Bowl. You said it. I don't even freaking know, man. It was chippy. But no, I think they just wanted to. It was getting a little bit overplayed at this point. At one point, it was like, you know, the Ravens haven't lost, but now it was like, the streak, like it's like it's last like, night. ESPN was hilarious. Yeah, ESPN, they, they ESPN like, wouldn't let it go, that, <laughs> and that's what I think it more got annoying for. It the was Raiders. every single play. Joe Buck was like, "All right, third and six. Can the Ravens <laughs> keep the streak alive?" Like with four yeah. and a half minutes yeah. left. Yeah, literally. Yeah. To be fair, only lot. game on TV in prime time. But you know, just the lead up to it was yeah. a lot. It was a lot. It was. A they lot. broke the streak. Hey, we'll broke be. Streak. We'll we'll yeah. let them have their moment. Yeah, their we'll Super Bowl. We'll, we will be back. In the preseason. In the preseason. <laughs> and then on the regular season. Let's go on that streak. You said you're starting your gaming career. Tyreek Hill says that he utilizes Madden to scout the other team. He doesn't watch film. We talked about Johnny Manziel not watching film. We talked about Tyreek Hill not watching film. That. I did see Tyreek Hill that. uses Madden to watch film. <clears throat> Do you actually believe that or is he, is he capping? I don't even think he uses Madden. You don't think he watches film? He should be watching film. Like, I, let me make that clear. <laughs> I'm just saying, I can definitely make a case where a guy like with his skill set does not need to watch film because he's just the fastest person on a football field. Right. So it's like, okay, if they're playing cover two, you want to go here, doing this, just play it on the fly. But, you, I mean, he's, he's wild. If, if that's if bold, if true. Bold if true. Did you watch film on on the Dolphins last year when they scored ninety eight points against you guys? Wait, week two, they scored pretty much every time they had the football. Maybe that was the problem. That was real. That was bad ball. That was bad ball. Was that bad ball? Or Cover, good ball but that was. Them? But it's crazy. That was like a lot of that was some just. We just had some coverage busts. Yeah, they were miscommunication, which doesn't really matter. I mean, it's a touchdown, it's a touchdown, but. We're trying to like limit that heavily this year. Oh, that's a good strategy, actually. Yeah, yeah. Communica- the hey, communication breeds understanding. Okay, so yeah, I mean, obviously he didn't need to watch film the way we were freaking messing up last year, but frick. But last year's in the past. Okay, okay. We're going into this year, we're gonna watch our film. We're gonna play Madden. I'm gonna start my gaming career soon. Right, for sure. I'm sure that's going to happen. 
you you said that you know this is a new year. Yes. And we're gonna play Madden. I saw something that says Lamar Jackson is adding plays to the playbook off Twitter. So I just want to know: Are you accepting plays to send to Mike for for defense? Because <laughs> Lamar crazy. is is pulling plays off Twitter. Is that actually real? Honestly, there's some create. I heard from a wild source. Okay, this wasn't a source. I, I might have saw this on Twitter or something. <laughs> anyway, I saw, I saw that. No, no, no. Someone told me this. The Chiefs will practice like some random joking play every week to see if it works, and they'll put it in. Yeah. So sometimes some good plays can come from creativity. Sometimes I'll be watching college, but that was a creative play. And one time I wrote it down. It was going to give it to Giro, and then I just didn't because I'm like, what am I? What am I doing? Like, what am I doing here? I, I what am I doing here? Is he gonna? But no, I I haven't talked to Lamar about that, but I do know Lamar's. He's got the keys. He can he can autopilot it, or he can sometimes you know turn turn off the key himself sometimes okay. now. So so if, it works, if it works. someone tweets at Punchline Pod on Twitter, a play. I promise the audience right now, I will deliver it to Marlon. It might oh. stop at Marlon, but I'm a I'm gonna give you play. If they're if they're sending plays, we're looking at the plays. We'll break down some of their plays, and you can say this is gonna work or this isn't gonna work, but. We're taking plays off Twitter. If you got a play in Madden 24 that's working, we're, we're using that. If you got, you know, a high school play, college play, we're bringing it off. Hey, the game is always changing, baby. That's what always I'm creativity. What's old is new. What's new is old. What's new is old. Yes. That made sense. So send it in. So in the pilot, I asked you about wide receiver one. For Marlon's fantasy corner. Oh, dang, I totally forgot. You said a week from now, I'm going to have the intel. People are drafting their fantasy teams. They want to know Odell, Zay, or Rashad Bateman, wide receiver one. Come on, give it to us. See, then I got hurt. And then I got hurt. And then I got... (sighs) It's hard to tell. The ball's being actually dished right now. That's the hardest part to tell. Wait, can Mark Andrews count as wide receiver? No. Tight end. Tight end. Yeah, I should have done. I don't know fantasy. My bad. I just want you to answer the question who is the wide receiver one? Fantasy teams are going to live and die off of this information. I like the savvy vet. I like the savvy vet. Okay. I like the savvy vet. He's savvy. He's a, hey, look. We've guarded Odell before. Good player. Good. Good player. Like, really good player. Like, pretty nice. It's like it's like this. What is the most seasoned when you think of a meat? What you got steak, chicken, fish, basically. Which meat needs the most seasoning out of those three? Steak, chicken, fish. Chicken. Not steak. Definitely not steak. Not fish. Chicken. Chicken. Yeah. You know, before he was seasoned chicken. Now he's got some savviness. It's like just a a little more. And I think I like the savvy. I like the savvy and I think there could be more of that. Is it more about catches or yards? Touchdowns. Oh, crap. Don't say Nelson. I know he's killing it in the red zone, but we're talking about these three. Yards it's and catches. all about touchdowns? It, no, but 
But all right. Now that's actually impossible to tell who's going to score more touchdowns. Oh, all right. Let me give you let me give you an example. One touchdown is the equivalent of catching a 60-yard pass. Oh crap. Yeah. Dang. So it's all about touchdowns. Touchdowns, receptions, yards. Maybe yards. They're they're a mix. We'll we'll go with Odell. And we'll did you mean there. seasoned chicken or unseasoned chicken? He was unseasoned chicken, and then see, he got the spice. He said, "See, I see, I it was a. I thought I was going somewhere with that yeah, yeah, example, yeah. and I really wasn't because because okay. I made it sound like he was unseasoned. He wasn't unseasoned. He right. never was unseasoned. Yeah, it's just that like now he's overseasoned, which ain't really good for her taste. But he's overseasoned, <laughs> so. Odell. Okay, sorry about that. That was a horrible. <laughs> Just say it to okay, the camera. Okay, Odell, Odell Beckham Odell. Jr. is wide receiver. I, I think I like Odell uh, season chicken. Wide receiver one. There we go. Got it. We got there. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, That's it. Who that's are it. the five best wide receivers you have guarded in your NFL career? One is for sure Antonio Brown. He's kind of walling out now. Um, he's really, I feel like he could still put up 1500 for the Ravens, but I don't think he's getting back in. I may or may not have one time tried to get him to the Ravens. Publicly or privately? Privately. To a person that could get it done. Hollywood. It, uh, no, 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 no. Upstairs. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I went, I went direct. You know that Marlon really thinks high of AB because he doesn't do anything that inconveniences himself. So going out of his way to not just tweet okay, at AB. That is not true. <laughs> I don't think. Who's number two? Devontae Adams is pretty freaking. Yeah, both these guys are rookie years. What were those stats? Eight for 126? I was, yeah, I was guarding okay. him not that much. I think I, think I maybe, I don't know. I know I had a PBU that he caught that hit out of his hands, but still counts PBU. Anyway, Fonte Adams. Third. Can I give you some thoughts, starters? Um, oh, dude, I'm not going to lie. Third is, is I, I like, it's never been easy to guard Tyreek. I'm not going to lie. He, he's just like, the motherfucker just be running so fast. Now, sometimes what will as fast as Tyreek is, sometimes his double moves are not good because he runs them so fast. So, like, if he beats you on the first route, then it's usually harder to get beat on the second <laughs> route. So it's like by the time he I can get it stops, like, I'm still running to get there. And then by the time you do the second route, I'm just already still on that same strut. That's happened. Like, once or twice, ran out and up. And I was like, oh, I'm already here. So it was good. So that's probably three. I'm excited for Bengals fans because – they like to claim that that they have a player who who is tough to guard. J- Jamar's Jamar's tough to guard. Joe helps a lot. Jamar's Jamar's he's just strong as crap. He's a strong dude. He's a strong motherfucker. But like he just it's weird. It's like weird. All right. If someone makes a good okay, tough to guard though. Like Jamar makes a lot of contested catches. He makes a lot of contested catches. Which means like like it reminds me of D Hop. D Hop probably makes the most contested catches or Mike Williams probably in the league. But you wouldn't necessarily say they're hard to guard. They're hard when the ball's up in the air, which mm-hmm. is still guarding. But to me, I more say it as like, this dude is just like got me just 
Like Devontae Adams will have you looking silly. <laughs> Tyreek will have you looking silly. And A B have you looking freaking silly. All right. What about Jefferson, Cup? Who else do we have? All right. Jefferson's in there. Yeah, Jefferson, you know, I only guarded him once. He was different. All right, that's for sure top four. That's for sure top four. Why does Cooper Cup never get any love? He's a little tricky. He'd be like, he's just a, he's a film watcher. You can tell that for sure. That motherfucker be, he just be, oh, let me just act there. And then just come out of here. Oh, let me just act like I'm blocking. And then just come over there and just, uh, he just does a lot. He does a lot. He moves all over in the slot. Slot guys don't really get that much love. Yo, you want to know who's a surprisingly a tough guard? Who I thought I did well against. And actually, I'm not even going to say this name, actually, because that would just disrespect this list. So never mind. I'm not even going to disrespect ho, these. Ho. I'm not even going to disrespect these. Just say these who the person is because they'll, they'll like that you give them a little love. No, no, I'm not even going to disrespect give the name. I'm not going to disrespect give these. The name. Grace. Give the name. No, I'm not going to disrespect these greats. Can't wow. do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Wow. Who I had a tough time guarding in the slot back when I was playing slot mainly was, uh, which I don't know if I would go in this five, but Tyler Lockett was actually a pretty tough guard. Mm. Who's number five? Number five, I would have to go with one of the best people at the line of scrimmage. I'm not going to say top five, but Keenan Allen is by far one of the best at the line. <laughs> you just created like six different lists. Well, see, <laughs> the I, toughest I to defend okay. in the air, toughest to guard, yeah, toughest okay. at the line. This is how it goes. This is how, this is how it goes. This is how I it goes. understand it's a complex thing. But. Great receivers are really just good at really mainly one thing. Okay. So you say Tyra Kill, speed. You say Jamar Chase. He's just strong. He's just really strong. You say D-Hop is just his catching ability. A.J. Brown is another one of those that's like he's just big body. It's just <clears throat> like he's not pushing Did off. A.J. He's lost just, him in the playoff He's game? just moved. Was that? Yes, yeah, yeah, he yeah. kind of dunked on okay. me. I was looking up. And I was like, eh. You know, it's just it, Julio. I mean, well, he kind of was doing like a little bit of everything when he was in his prime. This goes on and on, guys. I'm still working on five. Okay. We'll All right, we'll do top we're, four. We're going to move on. Every, gonna move. every other podcast does their top five. We'll do top four. Top four. Yeah, screw five. Four. All right, so top four. Antonio Brown, one. Rookie year. Devontae Adams, two. Rookie year. Who'd you have at three? Did you put oh, Tyreek Hill at three? And Jettis. And Jettis at four. Jettis Feel does good that. about that? Jettis does that little leg thing. He's nice. He's nice. I respect this game. I'm not, fam- as I shot quote, I'm familiar with the game. I'm not familiar with this game. Okay, he's, he's, he's nice. Those guys are nice. You are familiar with this game. Well, I've only guarded him once. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for Analyst Humph to make an appearance? Is that today? Let's go. Let's ride. Analyst Humph is here. Let's get some Analyst Humph All action. right, <laughs> boys, ladies and gentlemen. Ah. <sighs> Analyst Humph has arrived at the podcast studio. Make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube, listen on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify as well. Analyst Humph today is going to be giving us his preseason Heisman prediction. Oh, crap. Oh. I have a list for you. I honestly. So I know. I know you're you're anxious. This is big. This is Analyst Humph on the air. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. So the favorite is Caleb Williams, of Double course. Double huh? Yeah. You've got Jaden Daniels, Jordan Travis, Quinn Ewers, Cade Klubnick, Michael Penix Jr., J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix, Drake May, Marvin Harrison Jr., Sam Hartman, Drew Aller, and then 
Spencer Rattler. Hey, did I s- oh, that was on the pilot though. Spencer, no, who's gonna win the Hosman? Guys, I want to say Caleb Williams is gonna back to back it, but we all know they don't like that. So it's really gonna he's gonna have to go crazy. Did he win it last year? He didn't win. Who won last Who year? Won? Did he win? No, nah, he won. He won. won. He won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Heisman Trophy winner this year. Mm, I don't want to say that name. For some reason, I'm thinking Michigan kid. JJ McCarthy. Go with it. I'm thinking the Michigan kid, guys. Guys, I'm thinking the Michigan. Wait, who's Oklahoma's quarterback this year? Dylan Gabriel, lefty. No shot. <laughs> no shot. No shot. Okay, who's who's uh Quinn Ewers, Texas? I just think he's so fraudulent. Oh, and the Tide. Tide's not winning the Heisman. Stop. It's just not happening. What's that black guy's name? Who? Alabama's quarterback. <laughs> I don't even know who the quarterback is this year. Black guy. Jalen Milrose. Throw the football. Gosh. Nah, yeah. It might be Alabama running back this year. I got. I saw some, and I believe it to be true. We're going to run that dag on football this year. Screw the pass. Everyone passes now. Everyone passes now. We're going to run the dag on football. I think we might run the dag on football. I. He said it. Um, guys, look. I like JJ. As much as I don't like that, I like that. I mean, gosh, he stunk it up in that college football playoff. My goodness. Who did? JJ? JJ. Yeah. He's just over this freaking colorblind. <laughs> but it was fired. I love seeing DB play. So I really wasn't like, I like TC. That dude went to the Chargers. Rookie corner. Boy, was baller. I think he won the Thorpe. He won the Thorpe. Baller. Anyway, JJ, no Quinn Ewers. I like Caleb Williams' repeat. Guys, I would not be surprised if Spencer Rattler made something shake a little and he at least went. Definitely not winning anything. Ooh. He's definitely not winning anything. But I wouldn't be surprised. So right now, your Heisman finalists, J.J. McCarthy, Caleb Williams, Spencer Rattler. And Alabama running back. Any of them? Any, whoever it is, I don't know the name. Alabama running back. Because we're going to run the daggone ball. I'm trying to tell you. We're going to run the daggone ball. So I wanted to make a, a little wager with you. The Tide play my Longhorns right before week one. So we play on Saturday. Then Ravens play Houston week one. I'm always jealous of you guys in the locker room. You do your little, you know, college bets. You can do it with JT if, if, I'm, not, if I'm not cool enough for you. But if Texas beats Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Guys, that's just not happening. Game day fit. I have a Texas jersey for you. Who's the, who's the last? That's just number one. Our rocker. Our rocker. Our rocker. That's just not. Guys, look. When you come into Bryant Denny Stadium, you better be ready. And I just don't think these guys. I like Sarkeesian, though. Good man. Good man. Black wife. <laughs> Texas Longhorns. I, I wanted to go to Texas. Did you? Okay, take that back. I wanted to take a visit to Texas. I like burnt orange. You do? Well, I have a jersey in my bag over there. I like burnt orange. That is reserved with your name on it because I actually do think we're going to win. You guys actually should have beat. Was that last year or two years yeah, ago? last year. We definitely should have won. Bryce Young down in the end zone. I'm telling you. I'm telling you that we are going to. We're going to win in Tuscaloosa. Oh, I'm going to be there. that game. Yeah. Oh, if, what about Archie Manning? He's on the bench. He'll he's be not there. starting? He's not starting. Happy? So. You guys lost B. John. Yep. You guys lost that pass rusher. 
We got some dogs. I lost that dog. Pat that D tackle, that left tackle. <laughs> yep, that tight end and tight end too. That's in or something. He know he knows well. I know things I don't. He knows well. Come on. Now. All right. How about if Alabama wins? What do you need from me? You know, it's it's been great being on the winning side. It really has. It can't last forever. That's the reality. I don't think a lot of Alabama fans are ready to face that. Guys, it can't win forever. But right now, I think it's only been one time when I've lost when someone like actually had the the guts to come up to me and say, hey, man, what's up with the wager? What's up with this? And I was daggum Tennessee last year. Coach T, uh-huh. Coach T. Martin. For some reason, he was confident. I don't know why. Because I mean, they were good, though. They were good. They were good. But honestly, I said all that to say, I don't even be betting nobody. Because I'm like, dude, look, you're not going to win. <laughs> like, I'll do the jersey for nothing. Because, man, look, I'm confident in my time. When they walk through that tunnel, man, and they lock the gates, which I don't know if they actually lock the gates, but the tide will prevail. All right. So I got your week one fit picked out. And just so you know, you're going to get a lot of love because we play Houston. So do play Houston. No, so I don't it's gonna that. look funny when you're you're arriving in the Texas jersey. That means I'll have to pre-pack it. Yeah, I I have it in my bag, but I'm not pre-confident. I am. Wait, the game's at home. Oh, it's home. Oh, I was thinking we walked into Houston. <laughs> oh crap, we are. Oh, home opener, which you will or will not be playing in. I guess we'll find out. Superman. How does this how does this picture make you feel? I guess business is business, man. I guess business is business. Here, give me analyst hump. You're you're done. I'm done with analyst hump for today. Gosh dang it. Uh would you ever I mean you said you wanted to play for seven teams, so I guess uh, you would would you play for the Steelers? Guys, it would be a lot. It 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 I just don't know. I don't know if I could. I mean, has any great, am I putting myself in great credit? Has any good Ravens <laughs> play for the other side? Any that really good Ravens that come to mind play for Mike Wallace flipped over to the Ravens. He was pretty good for them. That was a little weird. Le'Veon. Le'Veon. <laughs> Le'Veon. <laughs> Le'Veon. Oh, oh gosh. Who? Villanueva. Oh, yeah. Dude, why did everyone give Villanueva such a hard... Dude, I like, I don't like see a lot of Twitter stuff, but Villanueva, probably one of the most interesting teammates I've ever had. Yeah. No social media guy. Probably doesn't use his phone that much. I think he's the big fisher. He's probably living on a boat. Gosh, Ravens fans really didn't like him that yeah, much. They didn't they, I saw something. They said this is the biggest double agent they've ever seen. <laughs> I didn't like the jokes I saw about my friend. But Villanueva only did what year? Yeah, year doesn't really count. So basically, to answer that, no, I would no say you would Ra- probably be the best Raven to ever jump to the other side, right? Because they had Le'Veon and Mike come this way. Who yeah. who'd we say they had go that way? I don't know if Ravens go to Pittsburgh very often. There's been a couple. Yeah, it'd have to be one of those like I'm yeah. like, you know, EDC. Please don't let me do this. Like <laughs> I just like you guys are offering me like. Seven, they're offering me like 20. Like, please. Like, it, it has to be like a crazy, crazy. Jacoby Jones went there for a year after. Jacoby went to the 
Wow. After, wow. He's still a Baltimore guy. No one really, I don't even know if he was photographed in a Steelers. Did he even play? He probably got hurt or something. I don't think he played a snap. At least not that I can Wow. That's a little surprising, actually. Yeah. That's why the Steve Smith picture, you know, for Ravens fans, it's a little. No, I don't. I don't. It, like I said, it had to. I mean, it would. It would it'd be a but, lot. But, I will say, I do like Mike Tomlin though. Okay. I um, I took a little visit to to Pittsburgh pre-draft. Mike Tomlin's a cool guy. He came in there, kicked his feet up on the desk, like literally. <laughs> oh, dude, this is like really chilling. Like he's like, this is like, you know, I kind of feel relaxed. And then he told me about some stuff. It was, it was, yeah. The whole, the whole situation. But it, it, I, I do like that. He talks a lot of crap. Does he? Like on the field, during the game. I respect it. I respect it. Last thing I want to talk about on episode one of Punchline, and we've got some exciting stuff coming. We got a New York episode where we're going to have a guest on. We're going to get maybe some of your teammates. Which teammate did you want to get first on the show? I might have to get... I don't even know, actually. I might have to go secondary, though. I might have to go secondary. Kyle, Marcus, Ronald. Maybe we should get uh, King Charles. King Charles. Get him fresh out the ice. He's been yeah. married. We don't, we don't have a Spanish channel yet. So. Don't have a Spanish? Yeah, yeah we need a translator. Is- <laughs> if anyone knows any translator, at Punchline Pod. I think that's the at name, Twitter. Yeah, we got the follow. Oh, yes. Shout out. Didn't- shout out for the follow. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the follow. Yeah. Marlon Humphrey is following. And I got the blue check. Do we have a blue check? Yeah. Crap. We're official. Dude, first off, let's talk about this. That's what I want to talk about. I got logged into Twitter Blue to get money because the ads. I was seeing all these ads. I'm like, what the freak? Like, what? What's going on? So I get in there, thinking I'm about to get paid. And then I see somebody that got like 3500 3, get like $300 next week. They broke it up into, I think, like bi-weekly or weekly payments. But I, I got a bag. I got 61 bucks. So you need a little, if you need a raise. I, I, I got $49. You got 49 Yeah. Wow. I was truly, I thought I was going to get like 3K. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh yeah, I'll do this. You got to get your tweets up. You got to tweet more. It, see, it's all full circle. You send some crazy tweets. You get more engagement. You make more I heard money. you have to reply. Then we talk about it on the show. Then people watch the show. And then they come on the show. Oh, I, I, I like literally signed up because I wanted 3K. And you got $49. Yes. That's why I haven't been Elon Musk. Well, honestly, yeah. Yeah. I think they said you have to reply. You have to reply? No, it's, it's about people in your replies, which you have plenty of people. I don't know. I guess I got to tweet more. Okay. Well, the last thing I wanted to ask you was I played in a basketball tournament this weekend, four games. Did you dunk on a nine-foot goal? Nine and a half. You saw that, though? Nine and a half. Freaking bum. Nine and a half feet, threw one down. and Freaking bum. <laughs> I played in a tournament, and my body is just toast. Cool. And I stretched an hour before. 30 minutes after, I ate good, I hydrated, electrolytes, whole thing, stretch, roller, Theragun, uh, bath, all that stuff. So how, bath. what do you mean bath? No bath? Like hot tub? Yeah. Oh, it's my after. Okay, not everyone has a hot tub, you know, just hanging out in their apartment, you know? I had to rent my street right here. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I literally, this street was mine for like a day. <laughs> this street was mine, okay? Got a crane, 
lifted the daggum hot tub, and I get in there every off day. I haven't been able to get in there because there's daggum stitches in my foot. But once I do, I'm hopping in that tub. And I guess people probably look at me because I am on a balcony with a hot tub. But wow, it's a great hot And tub. if you hypothetically were to move, that sounds like another day rental that might need to be had. No, that hot tub's staying. All right, so give me give me the recovery. Well, you play in a game where you're actually being banged around for for you know three hours. So how do you feel? On Monday how morning? old are you? Twenty seven. Yeah, sucks. Yeah. As you get older, this is what I've realized as I've gotten older. Which when I say older, I didn't really feel old until like last year, this year. The only difference is you just don't recover as fast. Yeah. Which and maybe that's common sense or something, but. It's like, same exact act. Consequences suck. Wake up in the morning. Bow. Go get a workout. Got to get the blood flow. Gotta really? get back moving. And are you like lifting heavy or you're just uh, like, you little, uh, you're getting strain. going and then you're stretching? Get going a little strain. Get okay. going a little strain. Then I come back, get a massage. Then I was working with somebody else. Then I hop in the hot tub after working with that okay. guy. So I was getting like two, three sessions in, you know what I mean? I'm not a cold tub guy. Some people are cold tub guys, even though I am getting a cold tub from my balcony. For some reason, my algorithm on social media wanted me to get a cold tub. <laughs> and they like wouldn't let me not go without getting one. It's like every two seconds I'm seeing something. So I was doing that in camp every morning, getting there in the morning, waking up. Well, I started off like here. And I, I kept telling myself I was going to go here. Yeah, It just right there. Let your body naturally warm itself up. If you have time, obviously it takes a long time. Someone told me this. When you work out, you do anything. You go here when you work out, right? You go there. Yep. Try to bring yourself back here. Get there after you dunk, do a 360, put up 30 points, six assists, 10 rebounds. Sit down on the bench and just, 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 and then go about your business. And maybe that'll help. Okay. So Marlon Humphrey's post-game recovery is just breathing. Just relaxing and breathing. No stretching. Oh, you got to get the, oh, uh, get the stretching. Stretch. Oh, but you got to see, I, I'm i a natural stretcher at night. I like stretch like everything. Really? Yeah. Roll out, stretch. Like good for you. But just because, you know, you got to jumpstart the next day. I'm all about, look, my off-season goal, my goal, my natural goal is to just be active Stay in decent shape so you don't have to work too hard to get back into shape. If you're always kind of loose, you're never really too tight. If you're always loose, if you're just always, literally always somewhat loose, just out of nowhere, just bust out some push-ups. Just stretch on the ground. I'm on the floor a lot. If you're on the floor See, a lot, you This stretch. is the thing, is I have been in this apartment setting this up, you know, practicing, mm. and you've mentioned getting in the hot tub, cold tub, breathing exercises, push-ups, stretching. Haven't seen you do a single one of those things. Last night, I said, hey, I took my couple days off doing nothing. Gaming, haven't done that. Today, last yesterday was my last was my last day of rest. Okay. Baby. She was doing my hair. I said, hey, get off me. <laughs> Push-ups. How many can you crank out? On a good day, 65. 65? Yeah. That's what some stops in between there now. It's not just straight. That's not your max. You could do more than 65. 
Tell me you could do more than 65. 65? I don't believe that. You think I should do more? Yeah, I can do more than 65 push-ups. That's all I can do. <laughs> That's a lot in one setting. No, it's not. Like, no stop? You just said stops in between. Like, you literally oh, no, just like, said. <laughs> oh, no, like. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right, that is episode one of Punchline with Marlon Humphrey presented by Snapback Sports. Please subscribe to the YouTube. Get this with Apple Podcasts. Get this with Spotify Podcasts. Share it with a friend. Let everyone know that you got amazing breaking news. For example, Marlon, no timetable. We don't know when he'll be back. You got a top four list. You know, we, we don't top give four. you five here. We give you four, though. No uh, we got analyst Hump. He picked a Heisman finalist. J.J. McCarthy to win the whole thing I don't and like an Alabama running back. But now it is forever ingrained on the first episode of Punchline with Marlon Humphrey. Till next time.